Chapter 2 Tuesday, the 14th of September Sebastian St. Cyr, Viscount Devlin, braced his hands against the bedroom windowsill, his gaze on the misty scene below. In the faint light of dawn, Brook Street lay empty, except for a kitchen maid scrubbing the area steps of the house next door. He could not explain what had driven him from his bed. His dreams were often disturbed by visions of the past, as if he were condemned to relive certain moments over and over in a never-ending spiral of repentance and atonement. But for the second morning in a row, he'd awakened abruptly with no tortured memories, only a vague sense of disquiet, as inexplicable as it was disturbing. He heard a shifting of covers, and turned as Hero came to stand beside him. Did I wake you? he asked sliding an arm around his wife's warm body to draw her closer. I needed to get up anyway. She rested her head on his shoulder, her fine brown hair sliding softly across his bare flesh. She was a tall woman, nearly as tall as he, with strong features and eyes of such piercing intelligence that she frightened a good portion of their contemporaries. I promised my mother I'd come meet a cousin she has visiting. But first, I want to read through my article one more time before I turn it in to my editor. Ah, so what's your next project? I haven't decided yet. She was writing a series of articles on the poor of London, an endeavour that greatly irritated her powerful father, Charles, Lord Jarvis. But Hero was not the kind of woman to allow anyone's opinions to dissuade her from what she believed to be the right course of action. Sebastian ran his hand up and down her back and nuzzled her neck. Who is the cousin? A Mrs. Victoria Hart Davis. I believe she's the granddaughter of one of my mother's uncles, but I could have that wrong. She was raised in India, so I've never met her. And she's staying with your mother? Hmm, for weeks. Jarvis must be thrilled. Hero gave a soft chuckle. Jarvis's low opinion of most females was notorious. Fortunately, he's so busy plotting how to rearrange Europe after Napoleon's defeat that I doubt he'll be around enough to be overly annoyed by her. Bit premature, isn't it? Napoleon was in retreat, but he was still far from defeated. You know Jarvis. He's always been confident of victory. After all, with both God and the irrepressible sweep of history on our side, how can England fail? Such a brazen upstart must be wiped from the face of the earth. Her smile faded as she searched Sebastian's face, and he wondered what she saw there. So what woke you? Troublesome dreams? He shook his head, unwilling to put his thoughts into words. Yet the sense of restless foreboding remained. And when a patter of rapid footsteps broke the silence of the deserted street, and a boy appeared out of the mist, he somehow knew the lad would turn to run up their front steps. Hero glanced at the ormolu clock on the bedroom mantel. A messenger arriving at this hour of the morning can't be bringing good news. No, agreed Sebastian, and turned from the window.